Welcome to the podcast where ideas freely flow, a place where knowledge and wisdom constantly grow. We'll delve into topics both high and low. Let them know this is the place to go. Let them know the insights we'll bestow through conversations and stories that we'll sow. We'll spark curiosity. Let the truth start to show. In this podcast realm, let them know. From interviews with experts to tales of woe, we'll entertain and educate as we continue to grow. With each episode, a chance to bestow new perspective and ideas, let them know. With each episode, a journey will unfold, exploring the depths of stories, both new and old. We'll challenge assumptions, break free from the mould, let them know this podcast is bold. So tune in, dear listeners, as we embark on this ride. Together we'll learn, explore and confide. In this podcast adventure, side by side, let them know we'll be their podcast guide. I'm trying to find something, but my feed is just all sexy people. I need to look into like memes more and Twitter conversations. So let me go and hashtag Twitter. Con conversation. You gotta enunciate your words. Enunciate your words. Men of Twitter, how do you start a conversation with this group of ladies on a night out? So there's a photo of Kardashians. Okay. Boring. Next. <sighs> I want to find something funny. So someone says, it's a conversation between two guys. Apparently it's the funniest thing that we'll read today. So it goes, yo, Stanley, how you doing? Last night was great. You coming over today? Um, sorry, was the reply. Then they responded, what? Then the other guy responded, I mean, I guess you have the wrong number. This is not Stanley. And I'm single, so I wasn't anywhere last night. Then they reply, but your number is saved on my phone as Stanley. Replying back, I don't even know you. Are you male or female? I'm a guy. Dang. I thought this was Stanley. Sorry, though. I was drunk yesterday. Stanley left before I could wake up. Maybe I missed my, con- Maybe I missed my contacts up when I was drunk. You a guy? Are you guys organizing a drinking party or what? Nah, Stanley is my boyfriend. <laughs> so this means you're both gay. Yeah. Any problem with that? Nope. Not at all. Good luck anyways. I can't even find his contact num- contacts here anymore. <laughs> no, stop. I don't know why you're telling me this, but that piece of information is useless to me. Bruh, you're not even helping matters. Help how? <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. This is actually good. Thing is, I'm supposed to call him to come over because I feel kind of horny right now. Like I said, <laughs> that piece of info is useless to me. What do you expect me to do? Call him for you? Can you help me out? Question mark. Dude, that was a theoretical question. You don't have to answer it. Size. Okay. What if I pay you to come over instead of Stanley? Bro, I'm straight. I know, but I'll pay you enough. No amount of cash can make me come to do that, fam. How about two... Whoa. How about $20,000 sound? Wait. We gotta be... You gotta be squirting me, right? For real? Take it or leave it. 
Is that what you pay Stanley every day? I don't pay Stanley. He's my boyfriend. Oh, damn, man. I'm still thinking about this, bro. How does it feel for the first time? What exactly do you want to know? <laughs> I am dying. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yes. Let's keep going. What else is going on Twitter? I swear, why can't I never see what what everybody else want to be talking about? Don't do the accents. What is wrong with you, girl? Why are we putting people against each other? Let's just kumbaya and shit. Damn. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <sighs> yeah, all right, let's just start. Uh, oh. Yuck. Accidentally cut a guy off, switching lanes, and when he went around me, he gave me thumbs down instead of a finger. I don't care why, but it hurt more. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, guys, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let Them Know Podcast. Hello, yay, aha. This podcast is about friendships, it's about community, it's about old things from our culture. Not really, hey, it's about me, if anything, and my TV reviews and what I want to talk about on Twitter. If we're going to be for real, so what culture? Huh. My culture? I don't know. It just, it just sounds more inclusive if I say this, okay? So, yeah. Season three. We are back. We are better than ever. We are pre-recording episodes. So there's no more excuses. You're not going to hear me say, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to record last thing. Blah, 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 blah. La, 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 la. Like, no. No, because you should have had it ready already because you pre-recorded it, you know? So <clears throat> this season, there's going to be lots of changes. There's going to be lots and lots of um, new, new, that's changes, yeah? New sides, new things, that's changes. I'm trying to sound more um, intellectual and sound like I know what words mean, but most of the time I just say it. That's not true, I think before I speak sometimes. Anyways, um, expect raw and honesty, okay? Except, except, <laughs> expect raw and honesty, expect real life stories, okay? Let me tell you guys my truth, okay? More collaborations, sponsorships, inshallah, giveaways, oh my gosh. And yeah, if you haven't noticed, which you probably might have, but if not, you're an idiot. Every other season that we've had, so season one, season two, has been 10 episodes um, per season. Now we're going to switch it up. More content, you guys. More and more and more. Because I notice when I'm slacking, you guys are like getting bored and da da da. And I'm trying to feed into you you know what I'm saying that I really want to grow this podcast I want to be known as a podcaster too let me add that to my resume like bro so instead of 10 you know 
See how excited I am? I can't even speak. Can't even put the words right. And as you already know, I'll be mumbling my words anyways. So anyways, you're not going to expect 10 episodes this season. Mm-mm-mm. Not 20 episodes this season. Nah-uh-uh. Season 3, we coming with 30 episodes, baby. Okay, S3030. Oh, S330. Sorry, English. So, yeah. 30 whole episodes. They're going to be a combination of, like, the long ones, mini episodes, like, little dilemmas here and there. And I'm really, really excited to, you know, try this. Try this new way and see how you guys vibe. If I'm going to be overdoing it, let me know. But a lot of you guys are saying, like, babes, bring out more episodes. Like, what are you doing, you know? One a week was cute. Twice a week, all right, cool. But we want more. We want more. And because I am working from home, I've had to, like, I guess plan how I want to do this. And it's really hard because when you want guests, you need to make sure they're available and also I'm available. And people have work. And people have other things to do, other commitments, which is totally understandable. But I'm a morning babes. I like to record my episodes usually in the morning. When I do it at night, that means that I fucked up and I left it to the last minute. But it just works better for me and for my um, schedule to like record earlier in the morning. Okay, so the new structure will be, I guess, just still me mainly hosting, talking, da 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 ba da ba ba. And then, you know, we're going to have some few guests over her, over there, over there. And also, don't forget, you guys um, submitted some dilemmas last season towards the end. And uh, you're probably like, babes, no one even gave me any advice. I'm sorry, okay? I was just waiting, waiting for S3. And we're going to drop it down this season. And just remember that you can still write more if you have anything, any updates, if you've already sent in any dilemmas, but that's how we're going to do it. Yeah? Yeah? Makes sense? I'll share, you'll share, we'll all share, okay? Because I feel like weird having over 900 people listening to me, but I don't know anything about you, you know? And I know it's like, okay, you decided to have this podcast. Okay, but let's be friends, fuck. Tell me something. Jesus Christ. No. (laughs) But yeah, let's get straight into it, you guys. Did you notice? We have an intro. Intro song? Intro part? I don't know. That's my little one-two. And I think I killed it. Let me know what you think because, you know, I'm a singer or whatever. (laughs) Like a Beyonce, like a one to I can be your halo, halo. You hit me like a ray of sun, burning in my dark tonight. You're the only one that I want, sitting on my dick dead to your light. What? Nigga, what? Beyonce, Beyonce. No, I'm not Beyonce. I'm Anding, okay? Now, the ultimatum. Tan, tan, ta. The Netflix series that hit our screens in like 2021, 22. I don't know. But basically, let me give you a little background, backstory. If you don't know what the ultimatum is, 
basically it's another reality tv show about love about relationships and i think you're an easiest oh shit that's my karma okay i think you're a bit silly maybe not an easiest um to even go on this show with your partner because it's given you want to break up but you don't know how because i swear to god you can't last i don't believe that anyone that goes into this show will come back with the person that they went in with so to me it's like a new way to like just break up with someone without actually having to do it you know and in the process maybe find a new person and get that verification matrix I don't know, but it's a really, really good show because I'm obviously watching it. It's just crazy. Let me explain it. You're probably like, okay, cool. What is it? Um, couples basically apply and one person is given an ultimatum and another person is obviously receiving the ultimatum. And basically they want to get married. Okay. So one person is ready to go. They're like, yep, I love you. I love our life together. I want to be your wife your husband, your whatever. Cooly y'all. And another person's like, you know, I love us. This is great, but I'm just not ready. You know, I'm not ready. We're not ready. I don't really know. So the ultimatum is given and they go into this show where they meet other couples. I think maybe five. So it's like 10 contestants. 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 Contest. Okay. 10 of them. And... They're all compatible for some reason. No, not for some reason, because they might fall in love. But they're all compatible with each other to some degree, I guess. And uh, they spend the first three weeks of the experiment with someone else. So your first day on the show is basically your last day with your original partner, with your babes, with your mans. Um, And then, uh, what's it called? You spend a week getting to know everyone, cute, high, dating blah 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 then at the end of that week you move in together for like a trial marriage sort of situation i know you guys know this show okay i know everyone was talking about it tiktok and um i was just so intrigued because it's like wait be fucking for real people actually would do this and in my head it's like just break up because obviously you're not you know, and it's hard because it's like, it's just one person that really wants this to happen. But to me, it's given, if you're not in the same page or going in the same direction, it's grooming breakup. Anyways, spend three weeks with another partner and they basically are married. And they have to take it seriously. They have to actually treat them as a partner, I suppose. So, you know, you meet friends, you meet families, you do everyday life together. Some people be fucking crazy. I could not, like, bro, we're together for three years, four years, and you meet this person you've known for two weeks and you're inside. Whoa, no, because mm, 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 that's more trauma. Like, you're actually just wanting me to get triggered. That's fucked up. My opinion, again, okay? Anyways... The first ultimatum one was more for the heterosexual audience. So it's the straights only, really. And I'm really loving this new season because it's called the ultimatum queer love. So basically, it's for the gays and their days. And I wanted to know, like, how do, I guess, lesbian relationships work? Like, or like, I guess, yeah, 
their POVs. So, um, and there's a stereotype that, you know, lesbians move quickly, blah, 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 blah. But this show was so juicy. I think it's better than the first, honestly. Because one, everyone is more honest. I don't know. Women fucking rock, bro. We're more honest. We say how it is, how we actually feel, right? And there's no games. I wish I was a lesbian. There is no games. Everyone is straightforward. Like, you're actually being intentional. I'm not going to say everyone, everyone. But, like, the way they communicate is so much better than half the... Not even half. 90% of the men in these streets, brother. Like, wow. I was just... I loved it. I loved the communication from most of these couples. And even, like, the new couples. Like, the way they spoke. Obviously, there's, like, that one too toxic. But... Majority was given yes. Great communication, guys. I love... Ah, oh, I love the love. Fuck. Um, quick disclaimer. I watched this season. There's six episodes. Obviously, there's more in the season. But they dropped the first six episodes. I hate it when they do that. It's so fucking annoying. Um, and I licked that shit clean yesterday. Okay, I was having a bad day. So, I just want to stay home. Be, like, just cuddling myself. And, you know, living life. I licked that season clean from episode one to six. I'm going to spoil everything. If you haven't watched it, move on, okay? I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil it all, right? Next episode's coming on Wednesday on the 30th, so get ready for updates about that. Let's get into it straight away, okay? These are the couples um, that were... No, I don't really know... Do I remember? I'm going to try my best to remember. Original couples that came in. Um, Lexi came in with a girl named Ray. Ray, I think. And Lexi, she got big tatas. She has got a big um, personality. Not big personality, but like she's strong-willed and knows herself. And I really like that about her. Because I saw myself in her. Anyways, she's cute. She's babes. Whatever. She gave the ultimatum to Ray. Lexi. Cool. Then there was Vanessa and... um, Xander. Xander. Oh, I'm so good at this. Vanessa and Xander. Vanessa fucking... I didn't like you from day one because how dare you tell me why when they first met everyone she's full hidden on someone else when her partner's right there. Big side eye for me. When I saw that, I was like, ew. Then the show continues and you'll understand why it's more ill. Like, I don't like her. But her partner is the sweetest person. Like, oh, it's given like, obviously, um, not obviously, you don't know. But basically they came out in high school. They were dating each other's best friends or something. It's given like a movie. Like, that's the shit they do in the movies, right? And then once they graduated, they discovered like, you know, Vanessa basically knew already, I think, and she basically, I think, helped Xander come out. So that's first love type shit. And the way that this girl looked at Vanessa was on some, like, I actually love you. And it was given you were the first person I've ever loved that accepted me for who I am. Do you know what I mean? So I understood, like, the attachment there. It made sense. And she's just so sweet. Like, you can just see it in her eyes, bro. Ah, oh, I love love. 
cool. Them, them. Then there was Mal and Loli, Yoli. Mal, um, pseudo, not pseudo, dark skin girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, Mal is given, she is smart. She is independent and knows what she wants as well. Um, I just think she's also just cautious of the intentions from her part. Not intentions, but like, I don't know. Watch the fucking show. You'll get what I mean. Okay, cool. There's them. Then there's Tiff. Tiffany and the Latina girl. She, like the Latina girl. Yeah. Then there was Sam and Ozzy, who ironically, her name is Ozzy and she's Australian. I never heard of that. That was pretty cool and funny. Um, did I say everyone? I think that's everyone. Cool. Let me go through my notes because I, I had to write this down as I'm watching. And you guys will understand as you watch the show. So let's conversate about this. Slide in our DMs. Let's actually talk because, yeah, what the hell? Lexi and Vanessa, right? Vanessa was given whole. She just wanted to be in here to, you know, like I said, she and Xander dated. They were basically each other's first love. So they didn't really know anything else other than themselves. Yeah? Okay, cool. So she was excited. Like, the streets are open. Ah, she was hungry. Eating. Eating this. Eating that. Eating this. Eating that. Cool. And at first, I was like, cute. Yeah, why not? Like, live it up. But then it's also like, have some respect on your partner that's like 20 feet away from you. Big side eye. Miss girl. Come on now. Um, She nailed it down to... Lexi and Ray, ironically, they were exes. Like, they came in together as a couple. Um, and the moment Lexi figured out Vanessa, and I was scared. It was going to be one of those seasons where it's like, she just gets what she wants because it was giving me that girl, like, you know, the, the blonde that thinks everything's about her, like, oh, I'm so pretty, uh, boring. The, the average, like, how I just, like, girls like that, you know, and, and you can, like... Like, smile in my face, but I know you're, like, planning to murder me. Like, I'm scared of people like that because that's fucking scary. Like, just show me you hate me and I will feel better. But anyways, she nailed it down. Um, Lexi realized that she's fucking narcissist. Only cares about herself and is really here to just, you know get famous and date and not take this seriously. So she full called it out and was like, hey, what are your intentions with me with being here? She made her feel very uncomfortable. You know, all she wanted to do was basically fuck, kept talking about her tatas. Lexi has some big, like big coconuts. And if when you're referring to someone's body all the time, like, it's kind of, I understand, like, ew, what the fuck? Are you here to get to know me? Or are you here to just, like, fuck? Because what? So I was like, you know, what are your intentions? Why are you actually here? Because I feel like you've been very disrespectful towards me and made me feel really uncomfortable. And I've tried to ignore it, but it's like, you just keep on saying and doing these little things Mind you, your partner is right there who's very devastated about going through this process, but you seem to not actually care. 
And she always talks about herself. It's always me, this, and I, that, and I want this, and everyone does this for me and what I deserve. But it's also like, what do you put into the table? What are you bringing? Because if it's just you, then okay, and that's it. Miss Girl read her clean and was like, you know, you're here just to get a blue tick. You're not here for the right intentions. And if you hurt my ex, we're going to have a problem. I should, you're fake as fuck and everyone is going to show you. I mean, to see you for who you really are, okay? She read her like a fucking book, bro. I mean, that's how you read, but still. <laughs> that was awesome. You'll get it when you watch it, so watch it. Next, Vanessa again, right? She said this thing to Miss Lexi that made me feel really ill. Like, ill? How ill? Where she was like, um, you know, I don't expect, I don't think Xander will even find a connection with anyone here because she only loves me and she told me that she only will ever love me, blah, 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 blah. But when you're mistreating someone, when you're constantly being selfish, they're going to get tired. And once she realized that Xander actually found someone who treats her well, who actually wants to know more about her... Ooh, all hell broke loose. And when I tell you she's one of those white girls, well, not even, let me not put the white, she's just one of those girls, like, where it's, um, like, you can just be, pretend that you're all composed and da-da-da-da, but when it's just them two, obviously, you know, she feels more comfortable with her, fair enough. But it's like you have a lot to say, right? But in a group setting, you're like, oh, yeah, I understand. And that pisses me off even more because I know you want to fight. So fight! Fuck! <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe that is a good thing. Like, she can keep it calm. Maybe I want that. I don't know. But it pisses me off, bro. It's this show. This was like the first two, three episodes, and it was. I just couldn't stop because, like, what? So juicy. So juicy. And then Vanessa tried to, like, talk to Lexi on some, oh, have a nice day. Um, Lexi just stared at her. She's like, why? Why are you trying to talk to me? I just called you out in front of everyone, in front of the whole world, telling you you're a fake person, and you're still trying to pretend like ill ill and the only reason I feel like she chose her ex was because she just wanted to have like a one-up you know the first night she basically tried to fuck her and the girl was like no like I'm tired let's just sleep and I like the fact that she warned her because now Ray has like a like a little you know voice at the back of her head saying like is this person actually you know here for the right intentions or not but yeah bro I want to also talk about Tiff and her I can't remember her name for the life of me the Mexican girl um, not me maybe Spanish I don't know but yeah homegirl Tiff and her they're one of the people that are a bit in a toxic dynamic um 
and you can we can tell you know what I mean it's like some back and forth breakup that I would know you know I would <laughs> I would know for real um but I think that with her new partner it's kind of like helping her see the way I guess and I really like that like I said you guys this this show has been yeah everything and more and I really think that everyone's gonna get onto this like just give it a week it's gonna be all over your for you page all over the podcast is like yeah they killed it with the with the queer version like obviously the gays in the days they always slay all the fucking time do you know what I mean and I'm just so grateful and excited that now we get to have platforms where we get to actually it's not just everyday you know um LGBTQ rights blah, 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 blah. like I just I want to know and I want the world to know more about the community you know their love life um I guess that's it really <laughs> but yeah next show Young African and Famous season two came out um I watched some of season one but I got bored up to like episode one so I skimmed through one or two episodes of season one and then I watched season two. Young Famous and African is another like reality TV show. You know, Netflix in the past few years has been really in their inclusivity, 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 inclusivity. Anyways, diversity bag, okay? Like, all these shows, all these new movies and stuff, it's been really, really good, you know? We got the rich Asians, now we got the rich niggers, we got the rich whites, now which other people? Like, I think, yeah, we've covered most continents so far and we're going pretty good. So, young, famous and African, um, it's basically that famous Africans and they say it's the most famous people in Africa but Africa is a huge continent I think most of these celebrities are like famous from their countries the only people I knew from watching this was um Tubaba the African artist like obviously duh that man his music elite I grew up on that you know talk about African queen bro come on now and um Annie, because she's an actress, you know, so, yeah, and she's like that whole, she's married to the man, cool, started watching the show, and I met some people that I didn't even know about, but now I do, so let's talk about them, Zari is a businesswoman, I want to say, her and a baby mama to Diamond. He's an African artist. Um, I think he I don't know much about him, but he's like one of the biggest Afrobeats artists in Africa right now. Basically, yeah. Zari and Annie. Wait, no, Zari and Diamond are together, Annie and Tubaba are together, and then the rest are just the other cast. From episode one, it was given that Annie has been portrayed as insecure, as unsure about her relationship. Um, that whole season, and even season two, 
is kind of just surrounding like their whole scandal and most of Africa would know like about that whole situation with innocent um and you know the baby mama and blah 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 like if you don't know go on TikTok I don't know google it the fuck but yeah Zari to me POV she was given hater she was given like trying to stay like make things about herself for no fucking reason, you know. Um, Annie and Subaba had announced that they were going to, you know, re what I think redo their vows. Yeah, redo is it called redo? I don't know. Have their wedding part two after ten years. Cool. Tell me why Miss Zari decides to make this about her because during their first interaction, Zari and Annie, it was a bit weird energy like. Annie was given a bit insecure because she was like, how do you know my man, my man, my man, my man? Like, sis, it doesn't matter. Like, he's a whole artist. Everyone knows him. I wouldn't be asking all that personally. But, yeah, she did all that. So they focused more on that and portrayed her to be this, um, you know, insecure lady who, yeah, is just that. And Zara was kind of just poking at that. She even called her insecure to her face in front of her husband Talking on some, if I wanted to fuck your man, I would. Bro, imagine someone said, I will slap the fuck up. Bro, excuse me? If you wanted to. And my thing is, that whole time he's just sitting there laughing. Ha 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 Ew, I'm slapping both of you. He's like, what the fuck? First of all, that's the first disrespect. You call me insecure. Then you want to say, if you wanted to fuck my man, you could or you would. Mmm, miss girl. See? That's a hating ass bitch right there. Like, bro, what? Anyways, they left that. Um, and then they came back to, to, what's it called? Talk about it again, right? To me, Annie is a bit of a drama queen, right? I keep forgetting that she's an actress. So I don't really know when she is acting or when she's real. The only time I saw real genuine emotion is when they went to like the safari and they saw the lion and she was like scared shitless. Like to me that was real and that was fucking hilarious. And I would be doing the exact same thing because why is that lion so close to me, bro? Bro. Let's move on. Connie. Connie. I thought you were someone who was very intellectual and was a good friend and you know didn't want no drama no whatever but then it's also given like someone who likes to throw rocks and hide their hand okay I think she is like very cool you know she's good friends she's a good listener and she gives great advice like that's very very true but it, she talks a lot and it's given manipulative she likes to stir the pot and act like she doesn't know what happened or who did what. So season three, I hope that they finally start calling Connie out because, yeah, I don't know. I think the intentions are good, but sometimes she gets bored and she's like, let me just do this, you know? Let's move on. So Wanky, bro, he was one of my favorites. Like, he was very chill. Um, he had nice fashion, but... Come season two, we saw a whole different person. This guy was having like tantrums, fighting with everyone and anyone, and just lying for no reason to cause drama. 
to cause drama for what fucking reason? The way they bullied Mal, I will never forget. The way Swanky lied on his name like that, I will never forget. And he needs to be held accountable. Okay, Twitter has been singing it for the last week. Because what? Mal said what he said from the start till the very end, which was when I was 23 or 26 or whatever, Bonang was one of my artists for an event that I was hosting and I had forgotten to book her a accommodation. So therefore she ended up leaving and I felt genuinely bad because it was my first event and I didn't organize it properly and blah, 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 blah. So Swanky puts it in his ear oh, maybe you should apologise then. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should. If I get the chance to meet her, I would honestly love to apologise. That was very nice, very sweet. Respectful. Cool. Swanky twerns turns around to tell Bonang that, you know, this male guy, he's been saying that, you know, you came out to his event and he didn't book your hotel and he got you flowers that you didn't like, so you threw a tantrum, that's why you left, and you didn't perform at his event. And then this girl has raging as issues too, because every situation she just yells, and it's not even that deep, like it's really not that deep, especially if it was 10 years ago, why are you so pressed like that? Who hurts you, Miss Girl? Breathe, it's okay. She went in on this poor man basically making him tear up and I just felt so bad for him because he was apologetic and he was he said the story again you know I hosted my very first event you were supposed to come I forgot to book accommodation and she's like what I never even went to Nabibia if I ever went there I would remember I went to Nabibia once Twitter did their research and they found the poster of the event with her face boom smacked in the fucking middle Saying she was hosting it. He even commented, like, I'm excited to have Bonang perform. Bro, the way they dragged him to be a liar, to be a misogynist, to be a this, to be a that. It was given Mean Girls, and I was not here for it. Because even the way they portrayed Mal in the trailer was on some um, drama. He's dramatic, he's this, he's that. But he was not about the drama at all. He is not a fighter. He is a lover boy. Did you see when he took Santana on a date? He got her those flowers. You know? Making sure that she stays focused and is known for her music rather than being known for Diamond's side chick. How is that being a misogynist? If that's not being a good friend, I don't know what the fuck is, bro. And then they want to flip it on him on some, what does that mean? She How would she be a side chick? Like... Bonang ended up leaving without even seeing anyone or addressing the situation because she knew she was wrong. Because probably her management told her, like, babes, this this happened. What are you talking about? So she left the show talking about some, oh, I just felt uncomfortable and everyone was mean to me. When you were the bully, you were the one yelling for no reason. For no reason. Ugh. Bullies. I don't like bullies at all. Oh, bro, like, in any shape of form. Do you know what I mean? Especially if someone's saying sorry, even if you don't remember it. Accept it and move on. Like, you don't know him like that. For you to be, one, treating him like that, and two, yelling at him like that. Like, 
melted next season you need to come ready and stand the fuck up you know with chess because these people thought that they could run you like a dog you know they really thought but every single time he remained honest he remained himself and everyone else was seen as the idiot Andile, one of my favorite characters for everyone in that group one of the most rational logical sensible person mind you these people are grown they're like 30 40 i don't fucking know they got kids and shit like i don't know if it's for the tv or if this is how actually you are because it has to be for the tv it just has to be because i refuse to believe this but then again no i've seen this type of shit firsthand like big side eye and Dila is the only person who is sensible he's a good friend from what I see, but he's still a nigga. Like the whole baby mama situation, um, yeah, you know. But I really like the way he loves on his friends and cares for the people around him. Like, I like that vibe. Diamond, you're just a fucking player. You're a musician, of course. It makes sense. Like he's traveling all the fucking time. Like make it make sense. And Miss Fantana trying to, I don't know what you're trying to do, Miss Girl, but let's move on from that. So yeah, season two brought the new characters like Fantana, Donang, and Mel. And I think this season was a bit dry. I think they kind of just bullied Mel for no reason. And that was literally all it was. And it was swanky, being dramatic, and causing drama for no reason. You know? Let me, why is my... My mic wants to like fall down and I realize like it's going down, down, down. But yeah, tell me what else you guys are watching. I loved me some Bridgerton and that was obviously a really good Queen Charlotte's version. I really liked that. Um, let's move on you guys. As I said earlier before, we're going to be reading some dilemmas. I'm going to tell you my truth. But in this episode, we're going to hit it off the season with one of your dilemmas. This dilemma is very relatable and very sweet. So thank you to the person who sent this in. Um, you can let us know if you want to remain anonymous or if you want us to, you know, say your name. So... This person would like to remain anonymous. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, babe. It reads, hey, Anne, love your podcast and everything you do. Thank you. I've been listening to you for a while now, and I'm just inspired by everything you're doing and can relate to the things you speak about. Aww. So I just want to say, keep going and you're doing so good. Thanks, girl. Thank you. So basically, my dilemma is that my African parents won't let me move out of home. Oh, I'm 20 years old, working part-time and pursuing my passion as a photographer. I really feel like I've had my own space. Wait, sorry. I really feel like if I had my own space and was more independent, I would be able to produce the content I'd like and it may also help with my relationship with my mom since we're constantly fighting feel that. I feel that bad. 
I've seen online how African um, girls often go through the same struggles when trying to find one's identity, especially with moving out. What would be your advice in convincing my parents that I'm more than capable to move out and I'm not wanting to wait until I am married to leave my family home? Damn. Did that make sense? Because I felt like I was mumbling the whole time. But basically, thank you so much, Miss Girl. First of all, for the love, you know, um, I really appreciate your time. And first of all, second of all, sorry, taking the time to send this in. Um, Let's break this down. She's basically saying that she is trying to move out um, from her African household. So you're black. We knew that. And... You don't know basically where to start because your parents aren't for it, which is fair enough. And I feel you. I really, really feel you because this is a thing most people in our generation go through, especially, you know, um, because it's just not really a thing from our parents' time. Like they got married and that's when they would leave their family home. And for them, too, like, y'all got married young, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, like, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, what advice would I give you in convincing your parents that you're more than capable? I think, obviously, like you said, you're, you're wanting to be more independent and you're wanting to obviously create a better relationship with your mom since you're... Bro, this is actually, I feel this, I feel this, because when I moved out, you know, me and my mom, we are besties, we are very close, but she can be very, like, suffocating at times, you know, and I felt very (laughs) suffocated at times, like, I still have, obviously, the freedom to do and go where I want, but it was also, like, you're still treating me as a child, in some aspects, um, and I didn't really appreciate that because I was trying to, you know, become my own person, basically. I think if you can show your parents, one, that you can do this, so that means, like, financially. I know you said that you are a student and you're working part-time, so um, look into how are you going to be able to obviously live by yourself because it's not easy you know like you have to pay rent you need to pay for your bills electricity you've got the internet you've got the water bills and then you've got you know obviously your monthly rent or your weekly rent or however your rent has been paid you need to make sure that you have that and you've also got extra to do your groceries you've got extra to save if you're a saver please save saving is good and I wish someone told me that younger um and also like just time to you know have fun live life money for yourself so those things sound great sounds easy sounds amazing but as a student especially when you're working part-time hours in this inflation day and day of age (sighs) I don't know sister like the market right now especially in my I feel like everything's getting higher like even my personal rent has gone up. Um, but I just think, yeah, once you know you're able to obviously afford where you need to go, 
all it really is is an honest conversation I guess like that's it <laughs> because honestly like it would be nice to have you know your parents approval and their support but mm, African parents bro like you know they're not all as um what's that word what is that word? What is that word? Oh my god. As, um... Fuck me in the... Uh, no, don't. Stop swearing. Anyways, they're not, like... Willing. Not, I'm not gonna speak. I don't know. But the fact that you feel like you can't speak to them about this. Or, like, you know that they won't let you. You basically know what I'm trying to say, okay? It's just that mindset that they have. So once you can prove that you... You're more than able to, you know, look after yourself. You need to have that conversation with them where it's like, hey, you know, I'm grateful for everything you've done, but this is where I see the next steps of my life being, you know. And um, when I had that conversation with my mom, she thought I was joking, but I don't joke. I don't play, okay? Um, until, like, I basically, you know, started doing everything I gave her the what's it called the deposit I showed her like hey I'm ready to go like this is happening next month da, da, da. then you know she started to get sad blah blah blah, 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 blah. but you just have to allow it at the end of the day like your parents love you and they want you to be happy that's what I hope and you know it may suck because they love to care what the community thinks but you brought us here to have better opportunities. So this is my better opportunity. I'm sorry you didn't get the chance to, you know, do that yourself. But this is something that I want. I don't know. Like, that's just my advice. It's like, figure out a plan first. So, you know, that you're obviously ready. Because also, like, I know my parents don't like me saying things. Or me, in general. I don't like doing things without planning it. Without showing you, like, hey... This is how I'm going to do it. And then you give them that time. And hopefully during that period, while you're looking, while you're still um, doing house inspections, they come around, you know? And once they see, like, you're doing good, I think, I think, like, one of the reasons is obviously, like, they want you to have the best. And, you know, obviously when you're home, you're not paying rent or, like, you're not paying all the rent if you are paying rent. And it's just better, it's smarter, especially for now. But it's also like, you know yourself. So if you know you can do it, who am I to tell you otherwise? I don't know. I feel like my advice is quite contradicting. I just think because inflation is fucked up, don't. But I think once you're ready, once you at least have, you know, your, um, the deposit for the house, first month rent, even first two months just to be safe rent saved um then you're good to go miss girl if you're worried about judgment da 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 fuck them fuck them people like they're not paying for your house they're not living the life you're living this life is for you and you only get one life so do what you gotta do okay and those who, who love you will be there for you and you'll know that trust me you will um but yeah Thanks guys, let me know what you 
would do in that situation because I feel like I didn't really answer it. Well, I kind of answered it, but I was going back and forth because I think it was the same for me too. Like, my mum pretended she was happy, but I knew she wasn't happy. And then when it was actually happening, she like tried to guilt trip me and I didn't like that at all because it's like, leave me alone, let me be. Let me fly, bro, like, fuck. But eventually she came around, so yeah, it is what it is. This is your journey, and I hope, well, I wish you all the best, actually, not hope you all the best. Anyways, keep sending them in. We'll have another one in the next episode, or I'll tell you a little something about me. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. Please give this episode a like please rate us like give me five stars bro it's not gonna hurt your heart okay just do it i don't know why i yelled but yeah i think that's it for today i've gotta go and do my driving lesson hello and yeah be safe be kind bye